Mac, are you still trying to get a screen cap of this, like, not a manga? Yeah, yeah, totally. Okay, well, how about we talk about a comic book instead? We can do that. Hey there, Internet. I'm Annie. I'm Kit. I'm Mac. And this is the Gem Jam, where we do an episode-by-episode recap of the 1980s cartoon Gem and the Holograms, because both it and the comic are truly outrageous. Oh, God, you took that screen cap. Now? Now you're doing this? <laughs> <laughs> let's let's try to get back on track, maybe, a little. Mackenzie, no! <laughs> okay, I'm done. It's time for the stingers. The stingers yet remain. They are still entering. They are almost entirely through the door. Still got a little bit to go. Just got one more issue after this. Turns out it's a five-parter. And then they'll be they'll be here. Yeah, this is uh this is Enter the Stingers part four. We have our regular team on this, Kelly Thompson, Meredith McLaren, and Victoria Roboto, all of the good folks. Before we get into this, we should probably mention that last episode we were kind of talking about how it seemed like there were some limitations that had to be sort of reworked on this arc and sort of stuff that had to be salvaged. And uh, Kelly Thompson actually reblogged that episode on her Tumblr and uh, expanded on that a little. Uh, she talked a little bit more about that. I don't remember if we've reblogged that to ours or not, but either way, you should definitely go uh, look at that. It's a really interesting look into uh, what kind of things you have to do as a, as a comics writer to make things work. Especially when you're doing work for hire and you don't actually own anything you're working on. Yeah, but it was it was really interesting and I definitely give that a read if you haven't already. Because actually, uh, since we recorded that last episode, and when we're recording this one, um, some 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 news has happened about the comic. Yeah, uh, the news consists of both the Misfits and talking about the Jim and the Holograms comic, and it's that there's basically not much left of either of them. It sounds like a cancellation, but they say that there's going to be more Jim and the Holograms afterwards, so maybe it's just starting over from a number one, but they're not saying that it's starting over from a number one, they're just saying it's something really exciting. We do know that it's not a cartoon. Uh, we know that Misfits was originally planned for a five-issue series, so that's so that's fine. And that our next arc is a three-issue arc, and that's going to be it for the Gem and the Holograms book in this form? So yeah, we're we're slightly terrified. We don't know what this means. Gem is still happening in some faculty, but we're apparently not going to hear much about this until March. So, um... We'll just be chewing on our nails until then, really. We're recording this in uh, early February, so we've, we've got about, you know, about uh, 20, 20-something days to have a heart attack. So good, 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 good. This is fantastic. We're fine. How are you? But at least until then, we have a lot more comic to talk about to hopefully uh, tide us over. So comics, won't we? Comics. Enter the Stingers, issue four. Who wants to catch us up? So in a previously page, first we've got uh, all the girls and the holograms practicing with Fox. Uh, we've got Regine and Shayna having a terrible time as interns. Uh, but the important thing to note from those two is that Shayna tried calling home, uh, left a very sad and depressing message, and then Fox deleted it. So the girls had no idea how terrible of a time Shayna was having. Yeah, so this is when we find out that Fox is definitely evil. Then we go over to the misfits talking about how Fox is implanted and evil and how they have to go in as waitresses and how Roxy doesn't like that because she is illiterate and kind of as a waitress, you need to be able to read things. And then um, we go to Rhea talking to the best dad in the world. Mr. Alonzo is incredible. And then we go to my beloved Riot, 
who is gushing about how much he loves Jim and how amazing she is. And everybody else is like, you need to calm down. You just met her. She's not that great. And he's like, no, she is great. And he's got hearts coming out of his face. I think he just completely blew out your own levels with that. Probably. And then we've got uh, Aja talking to Jerrica and being like, uh, Jerrica, you and Jim are the same person. You need to stop separate them. That's kind of weird. And our final uh, panel of the previously page is Aja's just, I am deeply unsettled by everything face. It's a good face. McLaren's very good at those sorts of deeply unsettled faces. I love all of her faces. I especially love her Peanuts faces. All right, so speaking of, like, Peanuts faces, let's go to maybe one of my favorite opening pages for a gem book. We're about to have, like, three different sequences of everybody crowding in front of one mirror to put on all of their makeup and get ready. Guys, you have a really big house. This mirror alone probably extends at least, like, eight feet over. You guys don't need to all use the same mirror. I'm pretty sure you guys don't even have to use the same bathroom. I also love, like, uh, everybody's costumes, but especially Aja's, like, Shadow of the Colossus mask. God, right? Aja looks like she is walked right out of some kind of JRPG. And she's the cool character. She gets to be, like, the main character. Kimber is, like, 100% Bowie. And Fox is wearing a fox mask. Yes, of course. She knows who she is. Yeah, she knows who she is. She knows what she's doing. She's okay with that. And Jem is basically just completely covered in feathers. And not having a great time. No, she is not looking great. I'm not even sure if she's like looking over at Fox and being worried or if she's just looking away and being panicked at all times. She's not she's not having a great week. No. What matters is then we then go to my handsome boyfriend. Okay. It's right before the masquerade ball, by the way. Uh, so the stingers are all set up. The most important one in the whole picture is Riot, and that's why we can see almost all of him. He's wearing a crown. He looks kingly. Like he just stepped out of like a tale of Genji thing starring a white person because whitewashing. Maybe don't compare him to Genji. Just putting that out there. Maybe not. I don't know. Riot does sleep with a lot of people he's not supposed to. (laughs) You got me there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, but he looks beautiful. His hair is all up and he looks like an emperor. He's wearing gray lipstick, which is a bold choice. He's got a bit of a cravat going on. Everybody is dressed like nobility, probably because they're they're stingers. They're like, they're bees and bees have queens. They're queen bees. I also like the different like makeup setups. The holograms basically have everything in jars except for like one train case. And then when you get to the stingers, it's like Minx has this enormous like unfolding tackle box of makeup. This is like three different levels to it. That's probably like a whole system. They probably have like everything set up there in all of their regular palettes. Everything is like sorted by color. Also, I I mean, we're going to see a lot more of it tonight, but man, I really like Rhea's look. Yeah. And meanwhile... Misfits are getting dressed as waitresses. And it doesn't matter because Mad Mardigan is hanging out in the sink. Mad Mardigan's so happy. He is a good kitty. He's got the little heart in his speech bubble. It's incredible. He's having a very good time. He fits, so he sits. Yeah, everyone is going for fairly uh, low-key makeup, which is a stark contrast from everything else that's going on here. It's almost a little sad. It's pretty much just like eyeliner and eyeshadow. At the same time, though, they're very visibly still the misfits. Like, they're wearing dinky little domino masks that is not going to hide anything. And also, all their makeup is literally scattered all over, which is what you'd expect from the misfits. 
true. These are not people who enjoy sharing one sink. Or enjoy being like neat and gathered and collected. I also really like that as we're going on to sort of each of these text boxes about all of the characters to introduce everything with just like a little bit of who they are, what they're into. We also have just a question mark with Stormer, aka Mary Phillips, currently MIA. And then we get like just this nine panel grid of all the different bands getting ready. Yeah, I I like this because you can kind of read it both top to bottom and over in columns and in rows left to right, depending on sort of how you want to have this scene paced. You choose the reading order. Oh, look at Riot. Blaze is very, very nervous. She is so sad and upset about things. Our poor baby. Like, Stormer's not here and she's 85% of our impulse control. I can't handle this pressure. Meanwhile, Kimber does not want to trip in her cute outfit. Meanwhile, Rapture is like, why are we performing at an event at which we're guests? We should be waited upon. Uh, Roxy is still very unsure about the whole waitressing thing. Uh, Jim is very excited by this outfit and thinks she could wear it every day while Kimber points out that it would be ridiculous to wear at the supermarket. Says you. Ray is just very pleased. He's pleased as punch. He's so pleased. We are the ultimate stars as it should be. I love him. He's so great. So that says a quick thing about needing to shut up and start focusing on blending in. And then we have... Aja opening the door and going, Rio? Oh, no. Remember that Rio is in this comic book? I think this is actually the first time that he's appeared in this arc. Yeah, because of Riot taking his place. Oh, no. What are you doing here? I'm taking Jerrica to the 5x5 Masquerade Ball. Or am I not? Um, hold, please. She just leaves him outside. Oh, no, Rio. Baby, I never thought I'd hurt this way for you. Why are you here? Why is Rio here for Rio? So Aja takes Jim aside and goes, what are you doing? Oh, right. I forgot. Synergy, I need a hologram of Jerrica dressed for the masquerade ball, please. Of course, Jim. No, Synergy, stop. And then both of them say in unison, what's wrong, Aja? Which must be terrifying. Tell Synergy to make the Jerrica hologram go away right now. And Aja's like, this is, no, this is, this is bad. These are bad ideas that we are having. These are, these are super bad ideas. You promised you would stop trying to be two people. And we agreed that you have to break things off with either Riot or Rio. I forgot, you're right. We mentioned at the end of the last episode that the end with Fox poking around with the jukebox is never followed up on. And we have here them talking about conversations that we never got to see. It feels like there's like an entire issue missing from this arc, which as turns out may actually be the case. It's disappointing, but I guess you got to work with what you're given. I mean, that's work for hire. Yeah, and, you, and you'll have to leave things behind at that point. So Jerrica's slash Jim's like, what do we do right now? And Aja's like, all right, uh, so tonight I'll tell him you're sick. You forgot to call him. I'll apologize. And if you start getting confused again, I want you to come to me immediately. And uh, that's what they do. Jerrica has a cold, like a big cold. And Rio, prince that he is, is like, oh, I, I don't care about that. I don't don't care about her not going. I'll go take care of her while you guys are gone. I'll make her some soup. And I'm like, nope. No, I mean, no, no. She's asleep. She doesn't like to be fussed over when she's sick. She likes to sleep through. Plus, she's all snotty and gross and she'd kill me if I let you see her like that. That's dumb. I agree. Listen, you're welcome to come with us anyway if you want to. And he's like, he doesn't want to go if Jerrick is not going to be there. And oh, God damn it. Also, you're a rock journalist. What are you doing? Oh, the coverage he could have gotten on this event. The coverage he could have gotten on this event, but he's trying to be a good boyfriend. And oh my God, Rio. He just cares about Jerrica. 
Why do I like him? I'm having Rio feelings. We're not supposed to have Rio feelings. It's been 23 issues and I can't deal with having Rio feelings. Meanwhile, inside the limo. It does another one of those like cool sort of cutaways, uh, like what she did with the car to a lesser extent. And what was that like issue two, I think? Of this arc, yeah. yeah Fox points out that Jerrica didn't seem sick this week. And everybody else kind of looks away and goes, yeah, it came on fast. Meanwhile, in Milan, Italy. It's time for Shayna and Regine's fashion show. And it's so good. I really like this scene. Oh, yeah, it's so good. Oh, they just look very good. And Shayna is very sure the police are going to shut them down. And I really like Regine and Shayna going back and forth here because Shayna's like, I still think your pink dress should close this out. You think? I do. Okay, then let's lead with your green one. I love that one. Yeah, it's it's nice to see her having someone she can work with who is also sort of in that same mindset and to see that they sort of support each other in that. And it's not like a competition. And then we have our fashion show. We start with the green dress and we end with the pink. We've got like a nice sort of ambient music effect. Uh, with this blue that goes over the whole page that's like all these big white gutters and everything and a lot of borderless panels. It's very pretty. I still really like the way Meredith McLaren draws clothes and how they lay on people. I like how in one of these dresses, the print on the fabric actually continues onto the model's skin. It's a, it's a good look though, right? It is a good look. I would wear the hell out of that dress. I, I would like to wear a lot of these, but they're all maxi dresses and they don't make maxi dresses for women who are five foot one. They do. You just sort of have to puddle there on the floor. I'd have to have a little urchin to carry my train. Everything looks really solid. Uh, Regine and Shayna both get applause and they bow on stage. They barely speak Italian. It's a very nice scene. The colors in this scene are also just really, really good. Oh, so good. I really like how like oversaturated and just full of bright bright intense blooms the fashion show pages are and then we like return to sort of the slightly more muted colors in the rest of the scene and like just Roboto did a great job I love how this clothing rack is organized by color it is that's very satisfying a lady approaches Shayna and she's kind of packing up and helping tear down everything and she's like ah you're American well thank you your stuff's amazing um I am Francesca Zangari of Aero Zangari should probably be working for me and Shayna's like I am we're your interns you said Ah, fascinating. Certainly the first time any intern they sent us has been bold enough to strike out on their own. I stand by my offer. I know your internship is ending. Call the number and let's talk about what's next for you. Your friend Regine, too. Really? This is the first time an intern's got fed up and been like, okay, we'll do our own fashion show. Most of the time, most interns that I know are most people in crappy jobs are just like, I'm going to keep my head down and just wait until this over because I know it's temporary. And it's going to look really good on a resume. No, no, no. This is Shayna, aka Mad Shayna, who will break all the rules when she gets fed up just to make something happen. I love Mad Shayna. Meanwhile, we have a red carpet arrival in LA. It's a boat. The party's on a great big boat and we know where this is going. It's going to get hit with an oil tanker. It's not even a yacht. It's a whole boat. Also, the narration box, the 5x5 masquerade ball. It's on a ship, so you know it's fancy. You ready, Kimber? I wish Stormer was here tonight. And she's actually got a picture of Stormer up on her phone, this gigantic nerd. Oh, that's definitely her lock screen. She has several different lock screens and they are all of her girlfriend. Maybe sometimes she's in them, but they're mostly her girlfriend. And I really like this like long semi-splash that we have here of this really long panel that goes over two pages of just everybody arriving. It's very, very cartoon reminiscent. I also really like how everybody just mostly has their name repeated except for Kimber and Fox. Kimber gets Kimber, Kimber, we're Stormer tonight, Kimber. Kimber, Kimber! I also like that we get to see full body shots of everybody's outfits, including Fox's outfit, which, oh my god, 
Fox looks like the hero of a Regency-era lesbian romance novel. It's amazing. I was trying to figure out how to describe it. All I had was Regency. That's perfect. And then our next page has a bunch of other stuff, but most importantly, it has Riot looking adorable. That's at the bottom of the page, though. Yeah, because the Stingers are already here. They're already enjoying way too many hors d'oeuvres or hating the hors d'oeuvres. And Riot's, of course, like, I wonder where Jim is. I wonder when Jim's arising. I wonder. I would recognize Jim anywhere. And they're like, it's a masquerade ball. You might not. I would recognize her. There she is! He says in probably a high-pitched squeal. Oh, God. He has his little hands up and little excited fists. Like when Wallace is thinking about cheese. Rapture just sort of throws a plate of hors d'oeuvres. Riot, come back. We have to go on stage in like five minutes. You're making a fool of yourself, says Minx. Rhea just sighs. Rhea in her little cape. Riot immediately rushes over to Jim where he's gushing. Jim, my love, you look spectacular. An absolute vision. Oh, God. There's all these hearts around him. Oh, he's so cute. Then she says she can't see him anymore and he gets like these enormous puppy dog eyes. And he's just like sitting there staring at her. Just tiny little frown, gigantic puppy eyes. Oh, he's so cute. Riot's mood swings are like the best part of his appearance in this comic. There is like no progression from one to the other. He is just like instantly. And he's just so into her. He's so into her. Well, why wouldn't he be? She's perfect. She is like a nine foot tall pink goddess. She's also way taller than him, which is always adorable. Oh, I love it. And then the stingers get called up on stage before Jim can explain something. Then we have all the misfits. Who are very clearly the misfits despite their masks and waitress outfits. They're all hanging out together as the misfits. They're not even being very good waitresses. Pizzazz at one point hisses at someone who wants to grab a mini quiche. Also, just like, as a note, really good job on background characters and background diversity in this. At least, like, having lots of different types of people, even in crowd shots. They're no crowd scene punks, but I'll take them. I like the little uh, hijabi woman off to the side on the first panel of this page with the domino mask on. I feel like that should be the next Robin costume. Uh, heck yeah. That would be awesome. Blaze, meanwhile, is like, so what is our plan? I, I feel like we got an issue cut somewhere here and we've had to sort of make this work. What, what are we doing? Just be where you're supposed to be when you're supposed to be there and everything's going to be fine, Blaze. And then an actual waitress tells them to mingle and serve things. And they all just glare over at her except for Blaze who looks confused. And terrified and apologetic. Oh, honey. Then the waitress takes all the plates that they have and she's in the foreground of the next panel. She's got like two trays balanced on her shoulders and one in her hand. And she looks like she has just looked into the abyss and it blinked. And then Riot gets on stage and he's beautiful. Of course he is. And he goes, thank you for such a warm welcome. And as a token of our gratitude, we'd like to play for you our new song and our soon-to-be-hit single, I'm sure. It's called The Queen, and I'd like to dedicate it to my special lady. You may all know her as Jim. Oh, God. Oh, he's so beautiful. And she's so guilty looking. And then we get, like, a whole page of Rhea just, again, like we talked about this last time, just Meredith McLaren is so good at just showing this high-energy drumming. It looks so good, and we get a whole page of it. And yet you can see that she's not into it. Oh, yeah, because, like, when we get in that last panel there, that it's just Rhea in sort of this gray void, like all the colors suddenly mute and she just seems so upset. And oh, it just such a good job. I love her dress and her outfit in general. It's so good. With her little cape, her little embroidered cape. I love her little cape so much. Meanwhile, backstage, we're all kind of panicking. Jim, are you all right? Alja asks, because Jim is feeling very sad and because of what just happened with Riot. 
And uh, that's when everyone ready? Yep. Yeah. Fox. And Fox kind of shrugs and goes, yeah, I don't think so. And tosses her drumsticks down. This is her master evil plan is just to dip out on the band right before they play. And embarrass them? I don't know, Fox. I feel like you could have gone harsher. There's also a notable thing here. Whenever Riot at the end goes, nobody has that gleam. Just you, my queen, with emphasis on my. Fox is like, well, there's something clearly going on with you guys, but you're a mess and you'll flame out with or without my help. So I'm just going to dip out on you guys. Bye. She also does say like, you do have some bizarre secrets. I wish I had more time and issues to get to the bottom of. But here we go. Uh, I do really love her like evil anime villain face. She's definitely about to like lick a knife and go. And she finishes that off with, and by the way, Pizzazz sends her regards. And that enrages Aja. Oh God, Aja has fire coming off of her shoulders. She is red eyes. She is about to kill someone. Hey ladies, you're ready? You're on in 60 seconds. Oh God. Jer, Jer, what do we do? Jem? To be continued. I mean, I'm sure if they just went up on stage and said our drummer dipped out, it would not be such a huge problem. I don't know. I mean, we are talking about 5 by 5 Records, which is run by a woman who is- At least isn't the type to be like, oh, so your drummer left you right beforehand? You should have gotten a better drummer. What do you mean your drummer's evil now? What? Good job breaking your contract, okay? There's the door. We're sailing right now, so you're just gonna have to jump into the bay. Have fun drowning. And that is our issue. It was a good one. That is Gem 22. Surprise, we're actually gonna wrap up the next one with a 23. That'll be our five-part series of Venture the Stingers. It's definitely been a bit of a troubled arc so far, but I think that with everything considered, it has been done as gracefully as possible. I don't have any super major complaints uh, considering the extenuating circumstances. Yeah, I mean, it's still a really solid book. It's still, like, well done. It's just you can see the seams where stuff had to be switched around and removed and such. And I mean, that's what we have fan fiction for. I have fond hopes and dreams, but honestly, if if Jem is continuing in some faculty, there's always a chance that we could pick up on these threads later on. So we'll be back next time with Jem and the Holograms 23 wrapping up the Stingers arc. I believe after that, we'll likely be talking about the annual, which is a trip. And uh, at the time of recording, Misfits number two is out. So that'll be up on our schedule too. We'll get back to the cartoon eventually. But look, while this comic exists, there are yet more episodes of the Gem Jam. All right. So the Gem Jam comes out every Sunday on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher and YouTube. You can also find us on Twitter and Tumblr. We are at the Gem Jam just about everywhere except on Twitter where we are at Gem Jam Cast. If you like what we do and you want to support us, a like, rating, review, subscribe, wherever you find our podcast, especially on iTunes, is super useful, uh, really improves our metrics, makes us feel good in our hearts, and helps us get discovered by other people who like to hear us shout about Glamrock and Riot, most, mostly Riot right now. If you have some dollars and you want to send those our way, we have a Patreon at patreon.com slash the Gem Jam. We'll see you next time with uh, Gem of the Holograms issue 23. And until next time, dear listeners, I'm Annie. I'm Kit. And I'm Mac. And this has been the Gem Jam, where we remind you, be careful what you wish for. You just might get outrageous.